What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, October 1st, 2020. Time to get spooky. I'm Greg Miller alongside this host who I I'll, just don't even stop. Don't put no, no. Why? Why? Why are you drinking water out of a French press? You <laughs> screwed up the whole it. intro. He doesn't know what it is. I screwed up the whole intro. That's you screwed, that, it, it was on me. It, you it lifted a giant me. French press filled with water. What is wrong with you? It was the it was the biggest vessel I could find because I wanted a large quantity of water. Yesterday on the games cast that's live now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, there was a mystery crystal geyser 50.8 fluid ounce bottle in my fridge. And yes. I was like, I'm... a mystery that either Joey or your fiance bought and planned on drinking and that I you took and drank. It. I don't buy it. You don't it. buy it. You think this giant bottle of water showed up just out of the blue in your fridge. It could have been my cool thing. It, look, look, guys. Cool I don't want to go, I don't go too it's far down this, this road, but I, I think it was the neighbor because Gia wouldn't be caught dead buying a water bottle. She has like some crazy fear of landfills. Like it's this insane I mean, thing. Appropriate, you know, hatred for them. No, appropriate hatred. The fear though, like this girl's literally had nightmares and woke up crying about it. Like it's it's a little too far, right? Joey, I don't, I just don't see her buying water bottles. Like that's just, I just can't think of a context where that would happen. Didn't Joey but, just come back from her mother's place? Wouldn't her mother have been like, Joey, you're getting on the road? Uh, actually, I like Mrs. Takagami quite a bit, but this is just my mom voice. Joey, <laughs> you're getting on the road. <laughs> Take this water. And Joey's like, fine, he, mom. Greg, that sounds so that, nothing like her. That is a theory. It's that me, is a Mrs. Takagami. <laughs> That's a theory. But uh, my, my biggest theory is that this is one of the bartering process that Cool Greg's had of giving the recycling to the the woman a couple doors down from my house, and she gives us random things every week. Did you, you miss she's... this kind of funny podcast? Yeah, I must not have been on that episode. Oh, my God. Dude, they got yeah. a giant bag of cheese at one point. She yeah. gave him like a five-pound bag of cheese. And uh, hold on. What she gave us last week was she made us all custom masks. Oh, that's cool. And that says for for Mr. Greg. <laughs> that's oh nice. God. That's a nice sign, sign of respect. <laughs> so there. so like maybe that. this water came from them. Anyways, uh, I like drinking large amounts of cold liquid. So sure. This is the biggest thing I did. Could you find. did you just not bring home because we sell that kind of funny uh, Nalgene bottle, right? It's not, like, it's not this big. No, it, it's well, big. Like an error on your part. You know no, what no, I mean? The I, guy I who works for Rooster Teeth all the time, you could have said it could be your water bottle. I don't know, man. This fil- fits the entire uh, Brita filtered water. So not You're only crazy. did you steal someone's water bottle out of the fridge, no idea whose it is. You then every morning <laughs> before going live on camera now, go in there and empty the Brita jug and walk away. <laughs> why did you just take, why don't you just take the Brita jug downstairs and drink out of that, you because savage? I would. Trust me, I thought about it. But like drinking out of that would be hard. But Wait, anyways, more importantly, kind of games daily. why are you so thirsty? Well, we've known he like he likes a lot of liquid for a long I'm time. I'm a thirsty that's an, boy. Yeah, it's a sign of diabetes, dude. You should get yourself checked out. <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of funny. Games Daily, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that. Well, maybe you should be part of the show. You can head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, you can write in with your own questions, comments, concerns on the day's news. And, of course, with your squad-up requests. Uh, of course, while you're on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free, along with the exclusive post-show we do and a little show we call Bless Up, your monthly dose of blessings, speaking straight to you on Patreon exclusively. However, 
if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can go over to youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe and get it when we post it each week. What's that? You don't want to wait to see it. You want to see it live as it happens. Well, then tune into twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. You can watch us make the show. Have a good time. You can write in, of course, because we need your help at kind of funny dot com slash you're wrong we need you to tell us what we screw up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on those vod services i mentioned earlier tim what are you cracking up at uh i'm just looking back at the chat to see the reactions to everything and uh damn i lost it because it got deleted for some reason but somebody <laughs> somebody said God, in all caps guys he's already went through half the cup no, You're, that's okay. a third. That's, that's a third. A, yeah, a third. You know what I mean? And I don't know that it was filled to the brim. You know what I mean? Oh, it was. That was a warthog, a 155. Bro, yeah. he's already gone through half the glass. <laughs> Tim, can I get you to commit to be using this as your official I don't know. Glass? We'll see. We'll see. Here's my question. Can we, can, yeah. we, can we invest and get you a camelback? One of those camel, or I guess camel packs. You know what the hikers use with the straw over the side? Would you be down for that? Because I like that you're this hydrated. Yeah, I'd be down. Great. As long as you can get cold liquid in me. Well, that's I'm the not thing. Really it's that it's not that cold, and Animal. depending on your body temperature, sometimes people heat up the bag a lot. Yeah, see, I don't want to do that. I think I he's going to drink it so quickly that it's not going to matter. Well, then he's never going to refill it, you know? Yeah, this gets tough. Greg, True. I will say that you have to listen to the Kind of Funny podcast, at least the bit where I tell the story about Cool Greg's bartering system. Because, okay. like, this might be one of the most bizarre stories I've ever ever had in my life. <sighs> Which episode was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was one that you weren't on recently. Okay, so fair enough. Should fair be enough, fairly fair easy enough. to find. All right. Anyway. Oh, uh, shit, some guys. housekeeping for you. What do you got? I'm sorry. I'm just doing a little research on uh, I, the I biggest understand where possible goes. camelbacks. 13.53 ounces. So that's 40 13. liters. 13.53 ounces. So, 11, no, 1,353. There you go. Is that better? I mean, yeah. I, it's all Greek to me. I immediately forget That's the number. That's a lot you know better. Me. See? Oh, there it is. You're showing it to us. <laughs> okay. That looks, that, see, that just looks like a backpack. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 42. Man. walking around with a keg on his back. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Smash being, or Steve being in Smash. Crash is a blast in Star Wars War Stars. Uh, some housekeeping before we get to any of that, though. Remember, Donktober begins this Saturday. It is Donktober, October. Baby. It's Donktober. Barrett and Blessing are playing through a whole bunch of Donkey Kong games every Saturday, uh, noon Pacific on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games as Donk Tober continues to rally forward. What do you got, Tim? You just, in? Th- this is just such a good day. Nanobiologist says day. that's 10 gallons. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what that, the fuck? That's what got me. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, our new Patreon producers, now for the month of October, mm. uh, James Davis, who also puts in at James Davis Makes, I assume it's Twitter, uh, Blackjack, and Tom Bach. Today, we're brought to you by NZXT, Upstart, Hims, and Logitech, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. We got four items on the Roper Report today. Kevin, you've had two days in a row of just knocking out of the park with your intros and outros, and I want to compliment you on that and give you your first gold star of October 2020. Yeah! We all need to stop with this bullshit. Can we fucking commit here? That kind of funny. 
I've heard you introduce Donktober and then say October four times after. No. Do I have to say Donktober every time I say October now? Them's the rules. Fuck, I didn't realize those, those are the rules. the rules. Yeah. Shit, fuck. All right, well, first off, mods, I need somebody to get me a uh, a new a little widget you can put in the chat there that'll list the number of gold stars Kevin has for Donktober. As of right now, he has one. We will okay. reward these throughout there. If Kevin can get, and in in, in any kind of funny games daily host can give these out. If Kevin can get 25 gold stars in the month of Donktober, pizza party for Kevin. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going... We're going with the book it method here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. All right. I need somebody keeping track of the stars. Nobody fudging with the rules. Kevin can get 25 gold stars on Kind of Funny Games Daily in the month of October. Pizza party for Kevin. Wow. October I'll throw in a bully stick for Cecil. I love this. Number one on the Roper Report. It is that time of year. Big games are dropping, and so are their reviews. Let's start with the review roundup for Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, right now. Or not right now, I should say. 8.41 a.m. Pacific time, so about an hour and a half ago, on Metacritic, Star Wars Squadrons was sitting at an 81. Now, there's a bunch of asterisks here. This mm. is the PC version, and if you went there, there's only there at the time was only like, I would say, less than 10 reviews up. Because, of course, Star Wars Squadrons, a multiplayer game, and the multiplayer servers just going live. Uh, tomorrow, there was a thing yesterday for Press to Play, in which we did. You can hear about it on the Gamescast. I'm sure we'll share a little bit about it here as well. Uh, but... Lots of the reviews not posting, but the ones that did, very positive. Uh, PC Gamer N gave it a 90. Uh, Ian Bordeaux says, but if Star Wars Squadrons had simply been TIE Fighter with prettier skies to look at, it would have already been a winning proposition. What it is, in fact, is a great-looking, technically demanding starfighter sim that provides a dynamic new spin on space dogfighting without any of the usual monetary cruff that accompanies live service games today. Time will tell if it truly has the depth and skill ceiling to give it a sta- give it staying power, but it's made a damn fine first impression. If you've ever wanted to become an ace X-Wing pilot or fondly remember your time in a DOS-based fighter cockpit, Star Wars Squadrons is a must-play. Uh, VG247 gave it four out of five stars. Alex Donaldson wrote, uh, This is the triumph of Squadrons. It's clearly a lower-budget title than EA's other Star Wars efforts, but it comes with a price to match. It has more restrained intentions, but within that, it still squeezes in as much detail, as much fan service, and simply put, as much content as possible. Squadrons feels like more of the, more than the sum of its parts. More, most importantly, it does exactly what it's set out to do, and it does it very well indeed. It's EA's smallest scale console Star Wars title yet, but it's also its best. Fleet mm. battles feel a little long and sometimes listless, but some will no doubt pine for a little more yeah, I'm sorry, and some will pine for a little bit more, more content. Uh, I personally would have really liked to see a 20-player or more deathmatch mode. But it's nevertheless difficult to really criticize such a tightly wound, complete package. As such, it's an easy recommendation. And then Game Informer gave it an 8.25. Uh, yeah, 8.25. Uh, Andrew Reiner over there says, Squadron's single-player may fizzle out frequently like a malfunctioning hyperdrive motivator. But the multiplayer continually impresses and is worth the price of entry alone. Flying in formation with a group of friends put a smile on my face, and that was just the calm before the storm. When the lasers start flying, Squadron's multiplayer can be nothing short of exhilarating and a great test of skill, pushing players to be clever in the cockpit to outthink and outmaneuver opponents. Given just how enjoyable it is to pilot an X-Wing or TIE Fighter, this is a multiplayer experience I will continually go back to, even if EA doesn't support it with new content. It's just fun to play, providing something different compared to most of today's competitive games. 
And then, like I said, Gamescast is up right now. It's a Crash 4 review paired up with our Star Wars review so far. Uh, myself, Blessing, and Imran had all played a bunch of squadrons, uh, and we all enjoyed it. We all walked away saying the same thing. Tim, where is your head at? Of course, for the Gamescast this week, you reviewed Crash. We reviewed Star Wars. What do you feel about Star Wars now? I am extremely excited to play it, uh, mainly just for the immersiveness of it all, uh, especially I just got the the Atmos speakers installed like uh, last uh, week. So put them in. exactly what you put them in. So it's like, I'm really excited to, to get that kind of experience because with star Wars, especially with uh, you know, the, the more flight based stuff, it's sure. like the sounds and like just the, the, the immersive sim nature of it all just feels so right. So I can't wait to, to experience that. Uh, these typically aren't my jam back in the day. I never, I explained this a lot on the games cast, but the kind of in cockpit type games have never really spoke to me because I don't like, my field of view being blocked by sure. the the cockpit itself and all that stuff the the, the whatever field of vision yeah no but like the the window <laughs> the your shield what's the window in front of you canopy. in a car canopy the windshield yeah windshield that's what it's called whatever i don't like seeing the windshields and all that stuff okay. right okay. um but anyways i i've been excited for this campaign you guys kind of like unsold me yesterday talking about it the, really? just from, just from the campaign side of things where oh, I'm, like, okay. I'm like oh man i was kind of excited to want to play through it and uh you know get the story out of it it sounds like the story is kind of just there um and the bigger thing is like bless brought up a lot of stuff where there's a lot of weird vr feeling mechanics when you're not in the in space flying around and all that stuff sounds like not something i'm down for uh but seeing these reviews and especially where they're coming from i think that it sounds like EA nailed it. Like they did what they set out to do. And that's that's awesome. And especially seeing it come from EA who have kind of squandered the license for a long time. Sure. Right? Like I, I I want good Star Wars games and I want there to be a large variety of good Star Wars games. It's interesting you bring up the VR nature of it, uh, where blessings talk about it. like you know you don't free roam the hangar. You st- you have you're anchored in a point of view and then you can select where to go and then you just go to it. You just appear there or whatever. I don't think I think and I know I don't I know you've played some VR. You don't play a ton of VR. I agree with that. Like, oh, that's what that feels like is time. But it doesn't feel like VRE where it does that like you do it and kind of like warps you over there or something. I don't think that's going to be as big a problem as you think it is. But I do think that yeah, this even the single player is designed. Hold on, got to move the king. Is designed sure. just to get you into getting out there and understanding the mechanics and getting in and playing the multiplayer, which is great. And I'm the way to do it or whatever. Um, and like it's interesting we keep talking about VR. I played it in VR. I did a two uh, one. Of, I did two of the fleet battles in VR, and holy shit, is it amazing! And I know we said this on the Gamescast, so I won't uh, beat a dead horse about it. And encourage you instead to go listen to the Gamescast. But the VR is insane, which leads us to the great Mister Lizard, who wrote in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and says, "What's up, Greg and Tim? Reviews are in for Star Wars Squadrons, and it looks pretty good." One thing that stuck out to me in Tom Marks's review, he said, "It's an amazing VR experience." My question is, can a game like Star Wars Squadrons help make VR break through to the mainstream? Half-Life Alex was a 10 out of 10 game, but did not appear to massively impact VR unit sales. Will VR forever remain a niche part of video games, or will it someday explode in popularity with the release of a truly groundbreaking must-play game? Thanks for being awesome. The great Mr. Lizard. It's a great name and an even better question here. I think that a game like Star Wars Squadrons can definitely help vr break into the mainstream but his point of will vr forever remain a niche part of video games yes i think that it it will forever be just a different arm 
uh, that video games kind of offer experiences in. I do think that Star Wars, the property offers so many different experiences that people want different. We, you guys kept mentioning power fantasy uh, yeah. in, in the games cast we did. Uh, whether it's having a lightsaber or being uh, in an X-Wing, both of those are distinct power fantasies that so many of us have and is easy to, even if you don't have it immediately, get, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want that. I remember when the Wii first came out and the Wiimote was talked about and like motion controls and that was introduced and it was going to change how games were played everyone's first desire was a lightsaber game that's what we all wanted and we never really got that you know we never got it where it it kind of felt right and i think with vr it is one of those things where you immediately once you experience vr you're like oh my god this works best when you're sitting in a seat like in the vr world right whether it was like the london game uh the like the the blood and truth like prequel thing um where you're sitting in the chair and there's like things happening around you, it helps with the immersion, right? Or driving games. You're sitting, so it feels right. Flying around in a spaceship feels right. Applying that to Star Wars, where there is all this iconic design of sound and and just kind of iconography and things, like that is a 10 out of 10 VR experience if you nail it. So I think that it's an easy sell, and it it, it truly was even for me when uh, Battlefront 1 had the VR mode, like doing that that mission, it was unbelievable, you know. And and even doing the Vader Immortal uh, VR stuff on the Quest, it's like Star Wars has that secret sauce of you you're in, you get the world, you know the stuff. So it's that much more immersive to see it all, right? Yeah, I think uh, to to great Mister Religious questions and piggybacking about the same way. Can it help? Of course it can, and I think it will. I don't know. I think again, we are still talking about. Uh, a niche audience though where i think star wars squadrons is an amazing game this is what i said on the games cast but a truncated version right an amazing game that really isn't my game like i don't have the power fantasy of flying an x-wing and being a dog fi- and being in dog fights so i don't expect to play much of it beyond uh what we've done for the re- what i did for the review part of our thing so far which is not me saying the game's bad it's just me being like holy shit this is a great game but this just isn't what i want to do i do see the people who you know, I've already seen friends on uh, Twitter going out and buying their flight sticks already, getting ready for this, being all in on that. I do think that if you're seeing those people come on in the same way you saw people come on for TIE Fighter back in the day with their PC and setting up their amazing things, it's going to be a matter of time before they go, oh, I can play this in VR too, and then investigate that. And I think a lot of them will make that jump, whether it's PlayStation VR or Oculus, get a, get a headset that they can play this with, because it does like... Once you put it on, it is the way that game is meant to be played. Because mm-hmm. like, to put it on and like you know when you're playing the game with a controller on your TV, it's always that dunk anchored view and like you can see the entire cockpit or you can see the entire cockpit in front of you, which is cool. But like I was talking about on the show last night, right? Like for me, putting on the headset after having played that way for hours and then doing a bombing run and looking back to see it explode and seeing the back of my chair and my dro- it was like holy shit! Like there's so much detail in front of you and the game's getting so many accolades for that and it deservedly so but putting it into vr and realizing that level of detail detail is all around you and suddenly to be thrusting forward going that way and looking out the side and not which you can't do when you're playing on a tv to be looking off your left or right and stuff it's like oh shit like this really is as we i think you know maybe imran i think hypothesized on gamescast that maybe this started off as this was going to be just a vr game and then they mm-hmm. instead <clears throat> pivoted this way which is great to get people into vr because i think if you are a huge star wars fan if you are a huge flight sim space sim fan 
Like, I think, again, you're already, I've already invested so much money in all this other gear. Why wouldn't I make that last step and get a headset? Yeah, totally, man. And I, I think that there are very few genres and very few games in those genres that can kind of entice people to invest it, invest money into setups that are kind of just for that game. But I think that flight sims, specifically Star Wars flight sims, are those things, right? We've seen a lot of people, when Flight Simulator came out, getting the rave reviews that it is, yeah. starting to invest in like, you know what, I'm going to get the flight stick. And it reminds me of back in the day when Cruising USA was on N64, Cruising. and I was like, I got to get a steering wheel. Like, you're telling me I can have that arcade experience at home? Yeah. It's like, that type of thing is like racing games, flight sims, like, there are peripherals that enhance the experience. And when games are not Cruising USA, when they are you know, intricately designed Star Wars cockpit simulators. Like that, when there's the different levels of flight sticks and VR, like, come on, man. That's a, that's a, one of those $5 games in an arcade. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested to see uh, Star Wars Squadrons get in everybody's hands and see final reviews come in. Uh, you know, I think, again, it's interesting to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's uh, 81 on Metacritic, and the scores I read you were 94 out of 5 and 8.25. That wasn't me, again, fishing for only the best reviews. I think there was one in there that was at a 70, which is what brought down the entire mm -hmm. average. So to fill that pool with more reviews, like, you know, IGN, GameSpot, just having their reviews in progress up right now, single player, it'll be interesting to see how it nets out overall. But then more importantly, I guess, uh, what the legs are. I think, you mm -hmm. know, I enjoy both fleet battles and I enjoy dogfighting, uh, but I'd like to see are they adding more modes, more maps, you know, is a 20-person thing down the line something they could actually do? Is it going to be, let's see how it actually sells, which it seems like, you know, Star Wars is going to sell pretty well, but $40 game. We'll see. Up next, number two on the Roper Report. Crash 4 reviews are also out. Uh, I have a review roundup for you. Uh, again, at Metacritic at 8.41 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, uh, Crash 4 has an 86. Uh, Games Beat gave Let's it a 5 go, out of baby. 5. Can you believe, Tim, this is your reality? Oh, my God. I honestly, I honestly can't. You know, I want you to go through all this stuff. But real quick, I just want to say, like, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 re remastered mm -hmm. a month ago. Crash 4 now, and the level of quality those games are at. I've been thinking so much about this, Greg. And yeah. I, I, I still stand. My game of the year is Last of Us 2. Like, Last of Us 2 is just, it's on another level. Like, exactly. it's, it's crazy. But Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is so fucking good that it is in that conversation. The amount of shower thoughts I've had about this, where I'm just like, this game is fucking oh, Ollie, incredible. I'm Ollie in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Molly, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, like, real talk, it is so good. And, like, I think I'm going to go back and continue to play it for years to come and not just be doing the same things over and over. It's like, there's a lot of content there. And now playing Crash, it's like, there's a lot of content there. And it's good. It is quality stuff. There was There is so much care being put into this. Like, I... I might be dreaming like how is a crash game this good i it's it's insane let's read these quotes well of course your entire review is up kind of funny games cast right now it's the same well, it's the one it's the crash title it's got star wars in there as well in it you deemed it you said it's the best crash game of all time right it is and, and to be clear i think the the one thing that could rival it is crash team racing but i'm not counting that because it's a kart racer in terms sure. of a platform crash game it's like it's far and away the best game it, it takes all the good elements it cuts out the bad elements and e even of the bad crash games uh like wrath of cortex on like just a whole bunch of them or even ones that were good but not what we expect from crash like twin sanity this game takes elements from those mm -hmm. and 
and almost pokes fun at it in a way of being like, yeah, but we're going to do them right. Like, and I, I love that. I love that it's not just a, oh, we're going to go back to the, the original three and just like, this is going to be a nostalgia trip. This is its own experience. And it really works front to back. Here's, you say, you know, you must be dreaming. You probably sold your soul to the devil. Obviously, yeah. an 86 on Metacritic. Best game, 5 out of 5 from GameSpeed. I'm going to give you one more thing. The cherry on top for you, all right? I played three worlds of this last night, and this game's fucking good. This game is fucking good. Are what? You, I know, right? I'm blown away, too. I've never had an affinity for Crash whatsoever. Holy I'm, shit. I, I, was, I was putting you under the microscope on the game's cast of like, will I enjoy this game? And you're like, you're going to enjoy parts of it, but I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm so into it. I'm having such a great time with it. I am so freaking stoked about that, man. It's yeah. like, it, like I was telling Greg on the game's cast yesterday, it's like, I think that he's going to enjoy it up to a certain point, and then it's just going to be like, where the kind of trial and error gameplay might might lose you, but I I am stoked might, to see how much you stick with it because that's it's, it's definitely possible for sure. But like the thing about it is having that lens and understanding that's what the game is, and for you to be like, well, it's like Celeste, and it's like the, and they start to give me comparisons that I never, I as somebody who never played Crash before to jump in and run to the camera, like I was like, oh, I don't like this, or whatever. To play it here with that lens of that's what it's supposed to be, suddenly it doesn't feel like I'm failing. It feels like that's what it's supposed to be, trial and error. It's supposed to be figured out. And so last night, you know, it was, you know, getting to, all right, cool, I have the checkpoint, and then I go forward, but then there's the thing to take me to the secret level over here, and going and failing and failing and failing, and be like, oh, but yep. I almost got it. And then you do it again, yep. you're like, oh, well, I'm, I've beaten that guy five times, but on the sixth time, he, he fucked me up because I was worried too much about the jump coming up. Totally. It reminded it reminded me of Celeste. It reminded me of Bloodroots. It reminded me of all these games where it isn't about like you were saying on the show, crossing the finish line, right? It's about doing all the little things, getting the collectible, doing the thing, and moving on. Oh man, I just got chills. I love yeah. this. This is this. What a world we are living in, ladies and gentlemen. October is where. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Donktober is where we turn it around. This is where yes. we turn the corner around 2020, everybody. Anyways, mm -hmm. back to the review roundup. GamesBe gave it a 5 out of 5. Uh, Mike over there says, The original Crash titles are classics. For years, it seemed like we'd never get a new game that's as good as they were. But now, I feel safe saying that Crash Bandicoot 4 is the best game in the series. It captures the fun yet simple platforming from the original, but its creative levels, mask abilities, and clever bosses help it surpass the PlayStation trilogy. This, I'm sorry, the remakes reminded us that those old Crash games are great, but It's About Time shows us that this character and franchise have a future. Very well said. Oh, yeah. uh, Games Radar gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Alex Avar wrote, It's honestly quite hard to identify any major shortcomings for Crash 4. So efficient as it has, uh, as it is, sorry, at delivering on all the promises of a Bandicoot sequel. I will say that not everyone is going to be happy with Toys for Bob's decision to stick with the old school uh, kinesthetics uh, that also stirred a fair amount of contention in the 2017 Crash Insane trilogy. And there will be moments where Crash 4's laws of physics will rub you up the wrong way. Visual aids, such as a handy marker showing where Crash will land when airborne, have offset those frustrations greatly, but there are a few deaths that felt less like my mistake and more a symptom of the series' infrequently unreliable collision detection. Nitpicks aside, though, Crash 4 earns its title as a worthy sequel to Warped, one that pres uh, preserves the series' timeless charms uh, while bringing bold iteration where it's needed. Toys for Bob's clear love and understanding of what makes Crash tick manifests in every aspect of It's About Time's design. But to call it a love letter would be unfairly would be to unfairly gloss over the important strides it makes for the franchise itself. 
Instead, this is exactly the sequel I could imagine Naughty Dog wishing it had made 20 years ago, and one that can stand proudly alongside the best of the Bandicoot's back catalog. That is such a such a great quote, such a great way to put this that I wish I came up with. Like to call it a love letter is not fair. Like the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remake, I would say, is a love letter. This is, I mean, it's a new experience, but it is so great of a standalone thing that like you don't need to have played the other games to for this to be a great game. And then finally, uh, IGN.com, uh, 8.0 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Uh, Jonathan Dornbush, of course, host of Podcast Beyond, says, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, is both respectful of the series that came before it while also giving it the modern update it needed with new gameplay, depth of character, and a beautiful look. Toys for Bob just gets Crash. It's fresh new ideas from big gameplay additions like new playable characters to supplementary, but no less enjoyable aspects like the inverted mode uh, to quality and life improvements like the shadow circle under Crash's jumps all now feel as natural to Crash as though they'd been there all along. Yep. So again, Tim's full review, kindoffunny.com, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygamescast, wherever you get your gamescast uh, thing. And then, yeah, I can't wait to get back to it tonight. So there you go. The most ringing endorsement anyone could give it. Uh, number three on the Roper Report. Guess what? Steve from Minecraft is coming to Smash. Uh, Tim, you got up for a 7 a.m. Uh, Smash Direct today. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Blessing you got I. up for a 7 a.m. <laughs> Smash Direct today. What a waste of fucking time. You know what I mean? Talk, run me through. Of course, the, you, everybody can go watch live reactions. YouTube.com slash Can we take game. away his stars? How does that work? No, no, no. no. Once the stars are given, Look, they can't all be All I'm saying away. is... Okay. We could have just not done it. You know what I mean? It could have just been a story here, and it we could just fine. not do this show at all. That doesn't but, make I mean, any sense. Doing that doesn't really make well, any Kevin. sense. We have ad. Well. We run ads on this show. We, you know, there's reasons. All right, is it doing well? Yeah. Oh, good. I looked at yeah. it this morning. I was like, oh shit, fuck. People like that. They like the smash and they like the live reacts. But would it still yeah, be Kevin. doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will justify it with. Uh, hold on. I like when you you click on it and it's like, hold on. YouTube says, nice work. Your video is really taking off. It's got 424% more views than usual in its first three hours. So, yeah, times. Kevin, we should have done that. It was the right call. Don't good, worry about good. it. I'm glad. Uh, Tim, though, uh, what did you think? I watched the trailer myself. Uh, I thought it was cool. I like the way they did an all reveal and the funness of it. Uh, were you happy with this pick for Smash? I'm so stoked. So absolutely stoked. I said it in the, the video and people in the comments are totally misinterpreting what I was trying to get at. But like, I like seeing new franchises in, in Smash. I don't mean new as in the game is new. I mean new as in new to Smash Brothers. Like Smash right, Brothers yeah, no, no. is the ultimate crossover game. And at this point, we are, we're in the end game. There are five characters remaining. And every single one of them, in my opinion, like batters. Like these are spaces that could broaden the crossover of this game and there's so many at this point every single character they add is going to be fun to play like it's not about oh, totally yeah they have they've proven with 80 characters that they know how to make these characters matter whether you know who they are or give a shit about them like was i stoked about byleth not at all but byleth fucking awesome to play right it's like cool from the gameplay perspective the quality's there but from the like excitement and what's the promise of smash brothers is this is an awesome move. This is something we all kind of expected for a while, but it's with Smash just hit a point that people expect everything. And it's it's hard to be surprised by something because there there are no fucking rules, right? Especially when yeah. Banjo was added, it was like, oh man, that's the Microsoft rep. Like maybe Steve's not gonna happen, but here we are. Steve happened. 
Like, I love that there was equal conversation today about, oh, man, it might be Travis Touchdown. It might be Crash Bandicoot. It's like, cool. That we're, That's where we're at, where it's like, those are all things that actually could have happened. So, <laughs> Steven Minecraft happening, it's like, that. that's great. And I, I think that there's a, a lot of weird stuff uh, behind the scenes, like Sakurai after the, the trailer kind of like did the typical Sakurai over explaining of his thought process let me all. before we go into that let me read from uh gamespot.com steve watts has a report up about steve in minecraft which is adorable but it's not him uh in the reveal trailer steve was spotted building walls crafting items like swords and summoning tnt blocks he's able to jump atop blocks uh that he places to get out of tight spots and we saw some construction constructed materials like switches being dispatched to fling enemies or anvils to crush them the building materials appear to crack rather quickly though so don't expect persistent building like Fortnite. at one point we even got a glimpse of a minecraft uh a mine cart sorry complete with tracks the presentation showed a few alternate skins alex enderman and zombie we also got a brief glimpse at a Minecraft-themed stage, which appears to be able to swap between different biomes. The trailer showed a forest, as it appears, lush and green, uh, wilted in fall, and snowy in the winter. Zachariah appeared uh, to make some brief comments on the edition. Uh, he said that Nintendo often comes to him with ideas, and he thought this one in particular would be a challenge. He said the hardest part was making sure the block-building mechanic would work on all the existing stages. Steve is the second character to be added as part of the Fighters uh, of fi- the Fighters Pass Volume Two. The first was Min Min from Arms, who was added in June. Nintendo announced that the Fighters Pass Two would include six new fighters, an increase from the five that were included in the original Fighters Pass. So four more are coming. Steve will be purchasable for six dollars in the Challenger in the Challenger Pack Seven, uh, or in the bundle of all six characters for thirty dollars. Before we get to you, want to talk about the over explanation from Zachariah? Uh, did they give a date for this? Did I cut no. this article? Okay. Which is weird. There was a lot they didn't show in this one or talk about in this one that they they traditionally do. Because uh, normally, at least in the, the recent ones, in the, the Corona times, Sakurai right. would announce the character. You know, we'd see the trailer. Then he'd come out and kind of give a history of the character and like kind of talk about how it got into Smash and all that stuff. Do a breakdown of all the character moves and stuff. But then there would also be like, oh, and here's all the the me costumes that are that are gonna come, and all the like new like spirit battles that are coming, and all that stuff. And those have actually been kind of hype. Where that's yeah. where we got Cuphead. That's where we got Sans from Undertale. Like, there, there's been some like, oh shit, out there stuff. Where at least in the last couple ones, there's been get hype moments, right? Like, like Megalovania playing, and people are like, what the shit? This is actually happening. Uh, but they also end with a date. <laughs> like we know that like when it's coming. This one, he talked for maybe two minutes, just said what you read here of him being it, it really satellite. Hey man, Nintendo made me do this and I didn't think I could figure it out. <laughs> but I'm a fucking badass, so I did figure it out. Okay. Uh, but then he also said that on Saturday at 7 30 before Minecon, there's sure. gonna be a uh, another a deeper dive. And I think that that's where some of that stuff's gonna come. But that's weird because I don't imagine we're going to see like me fighter stuff that aren't Minecraft related in that presentation. So this seems like a weird kind of package, okay. uh, but I'm excited about it. And I think that something that's really key to smash ultimates, new characters, and especially the DLC characters is they all have a unique, I don't even want to call it gimmick, but like a unique thing about them. Whether it's like, and you know, Smash Wii U added Little Mac, and he had his little bar that filled for you to have the the KO meter. Yeah. Right? Um, with Terry from King of Fighters, in that they added recently, it's like he has the inputs 
Like if you do the inputs from his game in this, it's stronger moves. Or Joker has the persona switch. So he has like a completely different move set. Uh, like, do you see what I'm saying? It's like everyone no, totally, has, yeah. or like Min Min doesn't have uh, specials or it's just using left and right arm. There's always some gimmick. It's great seeing uh, Steve here, like obviously really using the idea of Minecraft in the move set. And he's going to play very, very differently than other characters. And like, I love that that's just where Smash is at now. It's just this like crazy crazy thing with so many different play styles and so many different characters with so much love and respect being put into the different franchises even if it was impossible george writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says so minecraft on smash dot 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 think this means game pass on switch i don't think this does but minecraft's already on switch and it's a great version of it it's one of my favorite playing games so like no that doesn't i don't think no, that doesn't – it does not point to that, even though it would be awesome if it does eventually one day. And I think it will one day, but I don't think – Are you still thinking so? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I've said since the announcement of Game Pass, clearly I think Xbox wants that. Microsoft wants that. They want to be on every screen. I'm sure they want to be on PlayStation. But as time and time has gone on and we've seen more, you know, a Cuphead or an Ori come to the Switch, you know, just natively or whatever – I've kind of not given up the dream of that, but I just think Nintendo doesn't want that, that they don't want to let Game Pass on there. I mean, we'll see. I, I honestly think that there's going to be a lot of things answered when xCloud is like more officially out there and when like the Series X launches and like Xbox ecosystem isn't just something we're talking about a lot, but like is actually in the wild, firing on all cylinders, a mainstream thing. Yeah. You know, like I think that that's going to kind of change the tides of the entire industry. And, and I think that, you know, how they partner in the future. I, I think that Cuphead and Ori are i mean it's different examples too with them not even being first party titles or at least uh cuphead not yeah so it's like that's different right but i i think that that's more of a sign of like game pass isn't ready to put on switch so it's like why lose out on the last two years of things i don't expect it anytime soon but one day yeah like within three years i can totally see it happening okay Something happening much quicker than that is the fourth story on the Roper Report. Apex Crossplay is officially arriving October 6th. EA and Respawn Entertainment are excited to announce that Apex Legends' longtime fan-requested crossplay feature goes into beta next week. On October 6th, PlayStation, Xbox, and Origin players will have the option to join crossplay or continue on platform-exclusive servers to hunt their favorite legends, collect loot in King's Canyon, and dominate the arena with friends. To celebrate the addition of crossplay, Apex Legends' upcoming in-game event, the aftermarket collection event will kick off on the same day, October 6th, and run through October 20th. The aftermarket collection event will be stocked with an all-new Flashpoint LTM where players' health will regenerate with massive Flashpoint zones, uh, changing how they navigate the map to stay alive. The event will also boast the debut of uh, Caustics, Heirloom, and more event-limited items. Tim? Very cool. You and I, not the biggest Apex fans. Mm -mm. admittedly so you know what i mean nobody can be as good as uh, blessing at aoe jr mm -hmm. however uh awesome this is uh, crossplay is amazing i can't yep. believe we're, we got here as quickly as we did in terms of when we started talking about this when we started doing games daily and seeing like ideas then the technology being there and the fact that we're actually there is fantastic it's so fantastic and all of this stuff is just Ye yesterday we did our post show on the games cast and we're kind of talking about our hype levels for uh next gen and i was really surprised where it seemed like everyone is compared to me 
And uh, I think a lot of people aren't as excited because it just kind of seems like there's just a lot of like little behind the scenes things and tech things that that are that are happening with this leap. But like, yeah. I'm so stoked about that stuff. And you know, all the jokes aside about the convenience, it's like it's everything that Series X has uh, been putting out, or all the conversation about the Series X in the last week that I'm seeing. I am so about it. Like, and I love that. I think the crossplay just adds to that whole thing of the crossplay, cross save, smart delivery, all of that. Putting those things all together is great because it's just that one less thing you need to worry about. Of cool, if I'm playing on Xbox and I have my file that I can then cross over and play on PC if I wanted to and all that, but then my friends have PS4 or the PS5 or whatever version, it doesn't matter. We can still play together because that's yep. how things should work. Yep. Can I tell you something, Tim? Yes. Right now, our Xbox Series X for the preview, whatever, is out for delivery. So that's oh, momentarily baby. going to be here in kind of funny hands. I'm very excited to get that oh. out installed and start doing stuff with it. Yeah. Do you have a plan? But, what's your first thing? What are you going to do? You know, I don't know what's embargoed on that front, so I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do with it. You know what I mean? But I'll probably take a photo with it, and then I think probably what's going to happen is it will get delivered right after this show, and so I'll get to look at it, and then we'll have to play a Master Chief Collection on Twitch. I think that's our plan, isn't it, <laughs> for today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm also excited not only about the Series X getting delivered here. I'm also excited about our sponsors. Tim? This episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by a million different sponsors. They're all great. If remember, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames if you want to get the show ad-free and support us that way. Instead, you can let our sponsors support us. You wanted to start, Tim, with NZXT. I do. Shout out to NZXT. Uh, they hooked me and Andy up with some computers. They are utterly beautiful. Um, and you, too, can have an utterly beautiful and amazing PC in your house. Uh, it's the, a perfect first gaming PC that is well-rounded for school and work. There's $699 NZXT starter PC. Great gaming performance at a competitive price point. Uh, the NZXT starter makes achieving 60-plus frames per second on a bunch of popular titles like Fortnite and Rainbow Six Siege a breeze. Easily upgradable so your PC can grow as your needs change. When that 38 is coming out, or when it comes out, you can get your hands on it. That'll be real nice. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all backed by a two-year warranty and a FPS guarantee for peace of mind on reliability and performance. Again, it is sexy, man. This thing is. It matches the aesthetic of, of this room perfectly. Uh, it's all backed by a two-year warranty. Like I said, you can learn more at letsbuild.com. That's L-E-T-S-B-L-D.com. For a limited time, if you use the code KFG, you can get a free NZXT puck with purchase on an NZXT pre-built system. Like the brand new NZXT $699 starter PC. Uh, you got to add the puck before to your cart before you purchase for the discount to apply. Again, go to letsbuild.com, L-E-T-S-B-L-D.com. Use code KFG. Our next sponsor is Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high-interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Uh, You don't need a degree or a diploma to apply, though. Of course, I always talk about it. You know, when I moved to San Francisco, I took out a loan uh, and it did not take into account any of my education or job history, which meant I got a very bad interest rate and why Upstart would have helped me. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. 
The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit card debt or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Uh, your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Our next sponsor is Hims. You know for Hims.com incredibly well. Of course, Nick and Andy used it for their hair loss. They noticed thinning hair. They went to forhims.com. They talked to a doctor. They got prescription uh, solutions sent to them that were, you know, uh, generic, not the name brand. They were cheaper. It was great. It was discreet. It was fantastic. Hims is here today to encourage you to go to forhims.com for erectile dysfunction. Of course, yes, you can do hair loss. You can do skincare. You can do so much more at forhims.com. But today we're talking about erectile dysfunction, which you shouldn't be ashamed of. Uh, you can go to forhims.com you can get a discreet appointment with the doctor you can talk to them and they will send you solutions if approved uh, directly to your door discreetly packaged so you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to be embarrassed you don't have to take time out of your day to drive to a different doctor's office you don't have to pay through the nose for this right now you can try hymns today with a free online visit go to forhims.com slash games daily uh, for your free visit that's forhims.com slash games daily f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com slash games daily prescription products are subject to a medical approver a medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash games daily. And the final sponsor of the day is Logitech. Logitech has, of course, been our go-to for gaming headsets for quite some time. Uh, back in the office, I, of course, used the Pro X headset, but now they have the Pro X wireless lightspeed gaming headset, and it's a game changer. Uh, it's based on the award-winning Pro Gaming headset that I use in the office. Pro X uh, wireless headset features high-quality materials, advanced communications, precision audio, and total wireless freedom. It's a high-performance Pro X gaming headset with light speed, wireless technology, and up to 20-plus hours of battery life. It also features a detachable pro-grade microphone featuring, featuring real-time blue voice technology, including passive and noise isolation, uh, nice, uh, isolation, compressor limiter, and even more for clean, professional voice comms. It doesn't stop there. It's also got the advanced Pro G 50-millimeter drivers, which deliver clear and precise sound imaging with improved bass response. Hear footsteps and environmental cues uh, with clarity to give you the competitive advantage. Uh, for a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners 10% off select products at logitechg.com. Use the code KFGAMES for 10% off today. That's 10% off select Logitech G products with the promo code KFGAMES. Tim. Yeah. I'm excited for this Logitech headset. It's going to mm -hmm. be wireless. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic, but it's still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. No, Kevin. No, Kevin. Are you sure we can't take them away, Greg? I'm Kevin, I'm thinking about reversing this. Do you want that? It was Do you next. I forgot that it's when he hosts. He just never hosts, so I don't get to use it ever, you know? Can't tell if you're fucking with me, Kevin, and I don't know if I like I'm that. I'm telling you, you know I, mean? I forgot. My bad, my dude. Out today. Do you, do you see the thing in the chat, Greg? Do you see the Moobot command? No. Do they have it here? Oh, yes. Right. Moobot, our Kev Kev has one gold star. What's What a good boy. We're so proud of our growing boy. Okay. They're on there. They're keeping track, which I appreciate. 
But I, I, I don't make me, don't make me change it after taking away. Sincerely, yet. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I forgot. I Kevin, give him. me, Kevin, give me one reason I'm better than Tim. Hair. You know, his has gotten out of control, and you're oh keeping yours Oh, my God, you went for the jugular. That's another gold star for Kevin, everybody. <laughs> the right. October, this is such <laughs> bullshit. Out today, Fortnite Battle Pass owners can get the Wolverine outfit and classic style challenges that are available now. Complete the new challenges to unlock uh, Wolverine. Uh, Orange Blood comes to PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Yee's Origin comes to Switch. Code of the Princess EX comes to PC. Drake Hollow comes to PC. Super Mario Brothers 35, Switch. I can't wait to play this one either, Tim. The Battle Royale for Super Mario? Yeah, on the calendar, it looks like Andy and um, Bless are recording a First Impressions that I imagine will be posting tomorrow. So that's exciting. Are you going to win? Because you're really good at platforming. So I need Uh, you to get in there. Yeah, I'm pretty good. But Andy's really good too. Back in the Mario Maker days? Yeah, back in the days he was. I mean, now like, he's too busy playing ago. Hyperlife Drifter, you know what I mean? Playing Hades and his guitar. Get out of here. Isn't uh, Barrett yeah. like phenomenally good? I don't know. Warsaw comes to Switch. Uh, Tome Rush comes to PC. Death Tales comes to PC. Urzu, a return of the Urkushi comes to PC. Apathy <laughs> comes to PC. Mignar comes to PC. Union comes to PC. The Summoner comes to PC. Spherical Alliance, PC and Mac. Uh, Oriya on PC. Uh, Xstase oh, on oh, PC. Oriya. Oh, oh, Auto parts. Uh, Nation War 2, Chronicle comes to PC. Space Farm, PC. Uh, Powertis on Switch. Candy Raid the Factory. Factory on Switch. Farm Builder on Switch. What? Why is this list so long? It's Thursday. Switch just shits out a bunch of games. Smoots World Cup Tennis comes to Switch. Hot Shot Burn comes to Switch. Retro Classics Collection Number 1 Data East on Switch. The Last Days on Switch. Liege Dragon on Switch. New Baron, The Adventure of an Unlucky Gnome comes to Switch. Dead by Daylight's now available on Stadia. Space Shuttle VR is on Oculus Go today. And then GTA Online has an array of new double rewards. And they're available across a special vehicle work, business battles, and the Diamond Adversary series uh, all this week alongside two free unlockable tees and a variety of discounts. New dates for you. The Pathless comes out on November 12th on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PC, and Apple Arcade. If you're not paying attention, that means The Pathless is a PlayStation 5 launch game. And then Ghost of a Tale is coming to Nintendo Switch on October 8th. Deals of the day for you. Uh, Rogue Company is now free to play after gaining over 2 million players in closed beta gamers across switch pc ps4 and xbox one can play together with full cross save and cross progression then over on xbox yakuza zero yakuza kiwami and yakuza kiwami uh two will be a free to play on xbox live gold for xbox live gold members games with gold uh from october 1st to october 4th you know what i mean these thursday lists you did it man they try to kill you every time you know what Mm -hmm. i mean I'm not a fan of that. I don't want to be killed. I don't want to be crushed that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not what it's it, about for me. Okay. Uh, Tim? Yes. It's time to squat up. Let's this is it. where people write into patreon.com slash games, giving us their name, username, platform of choice, and why they need help in a video game. I read them here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Jake V needs help on PlayStation 4. Uh, Jake V's PlayStation 4 username is GothXDaddy. G-O-T-H-X daddy, D-A-D-D-Y. You know, I call Nick my my daddy. 
I would like to see if anybody wants to make fan art of what Nick would look like as goth X daddy. I would love that tweeted at me and Nick. God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to see that. Actually include it, include it to Tim too. Great. Just include it, put Tim on there too, at Tim Gettys. Great. In fact, you know what? Don't even put me, don't even put me and Nick on there. Just God damn it. Is this a toilet toad situation? <laughs> this is a toilet toad situation we got going on. Anyways, goth X daddy says, I need help completing a couple of raids in destiny Two, garden of salvation and crown of sorrow. I think he might mean I need a couple of raids in Destiny 2, colon, Garden of Salvation and Crown of Sorrow, but I don't fucking know. If that makes sense to you, you understand. I'm a very confident player, but maybe I'm doing something wrong with my clan that I'm playing with because we can never seem to get an actual group going. And I'm always on time and ready to play. The season is ending in five-ish weeks, and I need those moments of Triumph Seal 2020. So if any best friends want to help a guy out, I'd be grateful. If you want to help out in Destiny 2, in the Garden of Salvation and Crown of Sorrow raids, hit up Goth X Daddy. Get out there and hit up Goth X Daddy on PlayStation 4. Do Tim, it. Do it. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Oliver starts this off. Not with a you're wrong, but with a time capsule. On October 31st, Tim was wearing the PS I Love You XOXO bomber jacket. He said it would come out the next day, September 1st. On a later episode, Greg clarified that it would be available on October 1st. Guys, where's the bomber jacket? Since I missed out on some shirts, parentheses, most of them don't have a size large anymore, uh, I'd really like to get some sweet merch. Cheers. Huh. Huh. I'm going to call Joey. It's the only way to figure this out. Call Joey while you dial her in. What I will also point out to Oliver and all the other kind of funny best friends is remember, if you want a shirt of ours from kindoffunny.com slash store and your size is out, you can hit the little wish list or request button. I forget what it is, which we slash Rooster Teeth, our merch provider, use to understand what they need to reorder and when they need to reorder it. So it helps us out a lot hey, if you can go do that. Hey. You're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. <laughs> Not a phone call I get very often. <laughs> <laughs> what is the update what's the haps what's the deal on the PSLW bomber jacket it's coming we had to adjust it to adjust for another thing that we're not ready to announce yet I have a merch call with them tomorrow so we should have more finalized dates tomorrow but it is coming in October okay okay October October we've heard that before you know October it's still coming in October can you, Joey? Can, lots of things happening on the merch front that are exciting. Joey, hear it kind of funny. We don't call it October. When's it coming? I hope so. October. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, Kevin, for that correction, you get yeah. one more gold he star. star. <laughs> you get one more Kevin gold star. Kevin deserves a star yeah. for that one. <laughs> Tim, you said getting four would be impossible, but we're already at three, bro. <laughs> He's killing it up. He's killing it. You know what I mean? Uh, real quick story, too, as a side note, as a tease, uh, Joey told me the other thing that's coming to the store, and I almost cried yesterday. I teared up really bad about it because it, 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 it was one of those moments of our team working incredibly well because I had totally forgotten that I had ever asked for that, and then the other people who were relying on it asked me about it, and I was like, oh, I don't know if we ever did that, and then I forgot about it again, and then Joey, it's a whole thing. Can I make guesses? Uh, no. Uh, RHD16 wrote into kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. It says Terry's mechanic of doing the inputs from his original game isn't new. Ryu was the first to start that when he was added to Smash for Wii U. Yeah, so it's sorry. like you don't know you don't know anything about Smash Brothers. Turns out, well, I mean, he has a lot more of the of the inputs. There's a lot more stuff there. But but my point was like all the the characters they started having unique things that aren't just the basic Smash move set. 
Okay. Just saying what I heard. Uh, nanobiologist has some He's mixed, not wrong. missed news for us. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator's next world update will improve the United States with much better modded, modeled landmarks and cities similar to the Japan update. Good to know. And then Carl points out Doom Eternals on Game Pass today as well. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a post show to do on patreon.com slash games where you can go get the show ad free, get it with the post show we're about to do, contribute with your questions, comments, squad ups, and everything else. However, if you have no bucks, toss our way and come watch it over there. I understand. Remember, this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday, we're here with the nerdy news you need to know about. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, where after the post show and probably some setup, we will be live streaming the final two episodes of our recording of Halo, my first playthrough ever, right, Tim? Yes. You did that frowny face. I wasn't sure if that was me or something else. No, uh, and then a lot going on. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then, uh, of course, if you don't want to watch on Twitch, you can watch on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, RoosterTeeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Look at this. He drank an entire French press. And like not a small French press if you're an audio listener. A gigantic French, French press of If water. he just moved his mic a little bit lower, it would stop grabbing the focus. Look, he's so out of focus. I can't move it lower, Kev. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. Also, ladies and gentlemen, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's going to start an argument. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Where's ladies my goddamn plant, Kevin? Where the fuck is the plant? What ladies plant? What the hell is he talking about? It's a pleasure to serve you. Cut it. Cut the.